This audio podcast is from the River Church in Fort Worth, Texas. We hope God uses it to encourage and grow your relationship with Christ. For more information about the River Church, visit us online at theriverdfw.com or facebook.com backslash theriverdfw. Thank you so much for coming out today to support uh, 10 for 1 to support Whitley Road Elementary School. And let me say it again, if you don't know, uh, maybe you showed up, today is your first time here and you weren't a part of the school staff and you're not normally here and you're going, what is happening at this place today? What is this 10 for 1? Why are they showing Spartans? And It's just weird. What's going on? Today is a day uh, that we kind of set aside every year now as a church to kind of support the school that we get to meet in. We love the fact that we get to meet in elementary school. We love being here. We have such a blast. It's so cool. And we were talking to our team this morning. You know, we care about the same people because we have a school that's here that is taken care of, that is serving, that is loving on this community. And we're a church who want to love on, care for, serve this community. So really, together, we're really partners. And so it's really cool to come together on once a year and kind of celebrate that together. And on top of that, the way we decided to do it was for every person who's here, the River Church is giving $10 towards a fund that we're creating for the teachers to love on them, support them, and get them lots of coffee. Amen? Yeah, there we go. There we go. Lots of coffee. So anyway, so if you're here today, we're not asking you for money. You're going, what is that? I got to give you $10? Like I got to pay to go to church? Um, you can. You can. Um, but no, no. Um, because you're here, we're giving out of our budget $10 for every person here. So it's going to be an awesome day. Hopefully you've had an awesome time already. Now, I remember when that movie 300 first came out. Anybody remember when that movie first came out? I thought it was the coolest movie on the planet. Number one, because all those guys kind of looked like me, you know, and I don't really usually have a lot of guys to relate to, you know, and it was just, you know. <laughs> it's always hurtful when you guys laugh so hard at those jokes. Um, but anyway, so I remember whenever that movie first came out, but around that same time, there was a lot of other movies that started to come out. Uh, if you remember, it was kind of the renaissance of the superhero movies. Right? You got Superman starting to come out. You got Batman starting to start to come out. And so as, as I was thinking about 300, you know, my mind, I'm really just going to take you guys on my train of thought over this last week. So I saw that video and then my mind started thinking about that time and the superhero movies that started to come out. And I started to think about why is it that we love superheroes so much? Like even my son Gideon, he's three years old. And the first thing he does when he gets out of the bath is he goes, dad, I want to be super which means he wants me to take this towel, tie it around his neck, and he wants to run around my house naked. <laughs> right? Hey, amen. Yeah, amen. Right? And we all love to do that, right? It's awesome, yeah. And so, uh, but that's the first thing he says. Dad, I want to be super. I want to be super. And so what is it? Why do we love superheroes so much? I mean, they have some pretty cool powers, right? You've got uh, Superman can fly. He can, he, he's really strong. you got Superwoman. She can do the same thing, right? they got, they got the, those eyes where they can burn lasers and stuff and x-ray vision. You've got Wolverine, who is one of my favorites as a kid. He has those awesome claws and can like regenerate himself, which is just really cool, right? You've got Spider-Man, which I always thought he was kind of weird, but he, you know, he can climb up walls and stuff. And he has that spider sense. You remember that? My spider sense is tingling and he's dangers on its way. You've got the Hulk who just gets really angry and turns green and beats people up and gets real strong. Wonder Woman, she's super strong, can kind of soar, fly through the air. And then you've got like Batman who's rich. That's a superpower we all would love to have, right? But what is it about superheroes that grip us so much? I was thinking about why is it that we love them 
so much, right? Why is it that billions upon billions of dollars has been made on superhero movies, superhero comics, superhero action figures? I mean, the list goes, I mean, they just keep putting these movies out. Why? Because we keep eating them up, right? So what is it? More than the cool powers, what is it? Like at its heart, what, what do we love so much about them? And so as I was kind of thinking about that, one thing that really came to my mind, or really the main thing, is that because I think and I believe that superheroes to us, or those of us that love superhero movies and all that kind of thing, they exemplify and represent to us what good is supposed to look like in our minds, or what we think good can be. Like they make it in a world that is complicated and all the lines are getting blurred and it's really confusing. Superheroes, we can look at them and they make it really simple. Here's the good guy. Here's the bad guy. The good guy kicks the bad guy's butt. Everybody's happy, right? It's simple, black and white. And in this broken world, they have this kind of altruistic quality where we feel like we can believe in them, or at least they, they're what we want good to be like. They're what we want our world, that goodness, to look like and feel like and be like. And they made us, you know, if you grew up on superheroes, like, they made you feel a certain way when you were kids. Like, there's this little maybe nostalgia, but I think that's what makes them so so good to us, right? Like, like think about it. Why do we love them? Because superheroes stand up for the weak. Superheroes sacrifice themselves for the goodness of mankind. Superheroes give hope. Superheroes make us feel safe. And maybe like my son Gideon, maybe when you were a kid, you pretended to be Wonder Woman or Superman or Wolverine. And as you were putting on that cape or as you were pretending to beat up your buddies, pretending to be like a superhero for a little bit made you feel like maybe you could be a little bit more than what you were. Maybe it made you feel like you could be a little bit more special or a little bit bigger than what you were. You know, it's interesting because maybe you already see where I'm going with this. But it's interesting because I feel like you can take those same qualities that we use to describe superheroes today. And if you were to look at the staff and teachers at elementary schools or any school or any of our educators, you could use those same qualities to talk about them. One of you believes that. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. You can take those same qualities and they would all still apply. Now, not all of you teachers can just be walking around your classroom and your school in spandex and a cape. Although, we did find this picture of Mr. Kano. (laughs) We didn't know, we didn't know. He's principal by day, right? Principal by day. Got to do something to make a little money on the side, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but joking aside, right, like we use those same qualities. Like, the, like teachers and school staff have those same powers too. You stand up for the weak. You see a kid who's struggling. You see a kid who's having a hard time learning or a kid who's falling a little bit behind and you stand in the gap. You help them. You go the extra effort. You sacrifice yourselves for the good of your students. You give up your time. You spend your own money, amen, right? for resources for your class. You emotionally invest yourself in your kids and your friends at your school. And and even though it's a good thing and a generous thing and a kind thing, it can also be an exhausting thing, right? And yet you do it anyways. You make your kids feel safe and you give them stability when sometimes they don't have stability. 
And every single day, I believe that you're making kids feel like they can be something a little bit more than they are. A little bit more than what other people think they can be. And maybe you don't have super strength and maybe you can't shoot lasers out of your eyes. Although I had a few teachers that could shoot lasers out of their eyes because I got it quite a lot. And maybe you can't fly like a bird and most of us probably don't have the Batman power of money. But maybe you guys didn't know it. Teachers have and school staff have a few superpowers that most of us don't know about. Matter of fact, some superpowers that most of us don't have, and these superpowers serve your students so incredibly well. The first superpower that you have as teachers and staff here at Whitley Road is you have the power of human connection and human relationship to your students. You see, when you look at the superheroes that we love today, aren't they the most socially awkward people on the planet? Right? Like you look at Batman and he's always like mad about something, right? I'm going to go save Gotham. Like, why are you talking like that, dude? Just be normal, <laughs> right? And every picture of him, he looks like he smells something funny. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's true. Like, what is it, man? Did you not clean out the litter box? Come on, what's going on? That's Catwoman's job. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm finished. <laughs> I'm done. I'm sorry. But it's true, right? And they have like costumes to keep their alter egos at a distance. You got Clark Kent, who's Superman, and Bruce Wayne, who's Batman. And like, I do not know a superhero who has good, well-adjusted human relationships, right? Like the story is never, and Batman took his girlfriend out for dinner. They had a great time talking about their hopes and dreams for the future, came home and fell asleep on the couch watching a movie they both picked out, right? (laughs) It's never that. (laughs) and even when they save people from burning buildings and things like that what they do is they come in they drop them off and they fly away there's no connection right there's no connection there's no relationship it's like saved you see you and i know you're like mike they're not real people (laughs) they're not real like i think that preacher thinks superheroes are real I'm just saying, there's no connection there. There's no relationship there. There's no actual connection between the superheroes and the people that they serve. But teachers, you have the power of human connection. You know your students. You love your students. You care for your students. Superhero flies in, flies out. They're not connected to the people that they serve and save. They're there to do a job. But you, you're connected. You feel. You understand. And maybe most importantly, you see the children that you serve. You see them. You're connected to them. And sometimes that makes for long, hard days because human connection, although it's one of the greatest things that we have, it's also going to be one of the hardest things that we have. But because you're so connected to your kids, because you're able to see your children, it also gives you another ability that most people in the world don't have, an ability we would all love to have. You have, and maybe you don't know that you have this, but you have the ability to see into the future. Do you know that? You can look at a kid who's driving you crazy. Nobody said amen on that one. (laughs) Maybe this one. A kid who won't shut up (laughs) (laughs) or pay attention 
You can look at a kid who's struggling. You can look at a kid who has a tough home life or a kid who, man, they just, they're so close, but they just can't quite seem to figure it out. And you can look at them and you can see their future and not their future as it's presently constructed, but you can see the future that is possible. You see the future that could be possible. You can look at, and I'm so grateful for teachers who did this for me, because you can look at a student and you can see the potential, the ability, and even, this is the coolest part, even those weaknesses that they have, that if they're honed the right way, if they're structured the right way, if they're taught the right way, can become an incredible strength for that student going forward. It's the most amazing thing. And maybe you don't have the ability of flight or the ability to change the future or excuse me, or the the ability to, you know, shoot lightning bolts out of your eyes. But you have the ability to change the future because you can look at a child and see all that is good in that child. Me, I can't stand kids. (laughs) Am I supposed to say that? I do love children. I do. I don't like them. They drive me crazy sometimes. But you have the ability to look at them and see the good in them where other people might see only the negative in them. Teachers did that for me. Like I remember, I remember sitting in parent-teacher conference after parent-teacher conference after parent-teacher conference after parent-teacher conference. I could keep going because I had them several times every single year. And it was literally the same thing. The teacher said the same thing every time, every time. If Mike would just shut up, and pay attention in class. Really, man, he could do some really great things in this life. Man, there's really so much potential. I mean, if he could just be quiet a little bit <laughs> and listen. And I tell you that because I'm not making it up. Like those words, maybe they didn't say shut up and listen, but that is what they were saying, right? But those words, I remember sitting in those teacher conferences, hearing those words and believing those words about myself. I remember hearing what the teachers were saying about me and thinking, that could be true. Even today, it resonates with me. And so I'm I'm so grateful for you all. I'm so thankful for you all. And not just because we get to be a church who meets in your school, but for now, new reasons, because this Tuesday, we just took our little son Gideon to preschool for the first time. You already know, right? And for some of y'all, you're like, that's not a big deal. Well, we cried all the way home, so. (laughs) Really, it was kind of ugly and pathetic. But as we dropped him off in his new class with his new friends, with his new little teacher, I promise you, I thought about you. Because my wife and I, we live in this school district. As a matter of fact, we live right down the road. So our kids will most likely go to this class and they will terrorize you. (laughs) But really, I thought about that because I thought, man, one day you guys will be the teachers loving on my boys, teaching my boys, believing in my boys, seeing what they could be one day, and probably at some point sitting in a parent-teacher conference with me saying, Mike, if your kids could just shut up and listen. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have the best memory. Like, I can barely, I don't, I really have a bad memory. But I can tell you the name of my elementary school principal. I can tell you about the names of the custodial staff members who were there for several years, particularly one. I remember the uh, crossing guard who was there that would always help us cross the street. I remember um, particularly one lunch lady who every time the Cowboys played the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl, which tells you how long ago it was, she would always wear a Buffalo Bills shirt and we'd always argue and, you know, make fun of each other. 
especially because the Cowboys always won. Go Cowboys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. <laughs> and I could probably walk through year by year and tell you about every elementary school teacher that I had and tell you a story about how he or she impacted me and how some kindness they showed me along the way encouraged me. And they may not remember my name, although they probably do <laughs> for not good reasons. But I remember every single name of every single elementary school teacher that I had. And that's not an accident. And that is coming from somebody who has a terrible memory. Why? Because of the relationship that they gave me, because of the belief they had in me, because they could look at me and see something besides an annoying little kid who just wouldn't shut up in class. We do this event as a church every year because we believe that you guys sitting here and wherever else you are here tonight or this morning, we believe that you are world-changing superheroes. And we don't think the world tells you that enough. We don't think you, uh, kn- well, you probably know it. You probably know it. But I don't think you're told enough. you never thanked enough. And as, you know, a church and Christians who meet in this place, we follow Jesus as our example. God is our example. We look to him and so many times in the Bible, he says radical and countercultural things like in Galatians 6, 2, where he says, hey, carry one another's burdens, and this way you fulfill the law of Christ. Carry, basically, carry one another's burdens, and you'll look like me. John 15, 12, this is my command, love one another as I have loved you, which means Jesus' love in the Bible is sacrificial. It is pure. It is, it is a love that knows no ends, knows no bounds, goes to the absolute limit, meaning for him there is no limit of how much he will chase you down, love you, serve you, protect you, care for you. I can keep going on because it's a limitless love. Philippians 2, 3, and 4, that says, Do nothing out of rivalry or conceit, but in humility consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone should look out not for their own interest, but also for the interest of others. And I could go down the list more and more because Jesus is constantly talking about this. All these verses are about this, how we display God to other people by the way we treat them, we love them, we serve them by the way we put their needs ahead of our needs for their well-being, for their good, that by the way you value people, you show them God. You show them Jesus. And what I've seen as I've been blessed to kind of be around this school and be around several of you guys and do mentoring here and just kind of be around is I've seen teachers that I've gotten to know that love this school, that love their students. And when I talk about those qualities of Jesus, I see those qualities in you. Those of you that I've been blessed to get to know, I see those qualities in you as you love your kids, as you serve your kids. And so what I want to say to do is you to you is you are stinking awesome. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for how you give your life. And I'm sorry that you're going to have to deal with my kids in a few years. (laughs) What I believe is that God is using your lives here at Whitley and I believe that like me putting on that Batman costume or like my son putting on that Superman cape and saying, Dad, I want to be super and run around the house feeling like he can change the world. I bet you make several kids, many kids, all your kids every day feel like they can do that too. Amen? Y'all give it up for these guys. Uh, 
All right, now, right now, I'm going to do something awkward, Mr. Kano. If it's okay, I'd like for you to come up, and I'd love to pray for you and just represent, you represent your school and just pray over your school and staff. Now, I was meant to catch you before you came in, but I missed you. I'm sorry. And if you don't want to, it's okay. It's just going to be really awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Throw that uh, picture up one more time. We need to see. Let's see. Yep, that's him. That's him. Uh, If you need to fire anybody, if you need to fire anybody, it was Jennifer who got me that picture. So... (laughs) I just want to clarify that teachers, spandex are not allowed during school hours. <laughs> oh, it's a do as I say, not as I do kind of situation. I say, <laughs> just kidding. All right. Thank you for coming up. All right. Jesus, I love you. Thank you so much for this awesome school. God, we as a church are so grateful to be here. We love it every week. It's a blessing to us. God, thank you for the staff here at Whitley Road Elementary School. Thank you for teachers and administration and um, lunch staff and custodial staff and uh, everybody who's here who loves these kids so much, who serves the kids who go to this school so well, Jesus. Our, Our community is blessed to have these people. God, I pray your blessing over this school. God, I pray your favor over this school. I pray that you will uh, just pour out your, your blessing on this school year by year and that, that the students here will have great connections to their teachers, that the long days will seem shorter, that, that life will be fun. If there's any teachers here who are discouraged this morning, they'll feel encouraged and energized and reminded of everything that they are and everything that they do and everything that they give. God, I pray for things like great test scores. I pray for things like all the hard effort and all the, the work to pay off that they'll look in their kids' eyes and they'll say belief and they'll see transformation. They'll see encouragement and they'll see kids who get it. Kids who are prepared for the next level because of everything that they do for them. We love you guys. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Y'all give it up for Mr. Kano. Thank you. All right, guys. Now we're going to transition into our offering time. And uh, if you are new here, let me say this again. We don't want anything from you except for we would love to have that communication card, okay? If you fill that out, throw that in the offering, and you can tell somebody you put a huge check in there. They won't know the difference, right? No, it's a $1,000 check, right? (laughs) If you would like to, we're not asking you to do this, but if you say, because I've had people ask me, Mike, I want to give to this cause. I want to give to it. You're not going to let me? You can, just on your check, please write, 10 for 1 on the memo line or Whitley Road, and, and we'll make sure that that money gets sent to this fund that we're creating this morning. But again, we don't want anything from you um, other than that communication card. Um, this is just something we do as, as a church. So um, let me pray for us. God, I love you. Thank you for who you are, God. Thank you for everyone who came out this morning to celebrate this awesome school. God, I pray that um, as a church, that you would help us to be wise with the resources that you give us, the finances that you give us, God, that we would use those resources to see lives changed and souls saved, Jesus. I pray that um, you would bless those who give and you would show favor on their lives. It's in Christ's name we pray, amen.